Ladies and gentlemen, boys and ghouls, it's time for below grade level. It's time for the fright of your life. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Below Grade Level, the show where we take the books we've read as children and read them as adults and ruin them. I'm one of your hosts, Jonathan Eaton, and with me as always is Becca Eaton. Hello. And Chris Seleski. Hello. And today we are finishing the book Remember Me by Christopher Pike. And we're doing something that's a little bit of a throwback. Uh to the podcast that we used to do a long time ago and we started kind of doing this whole reading the book on a podcast shtick which was we would read a book basically like a chapter at a time and it would take forever even a goosebumps book would take an absolute eternity and we would get to a point where we were tired of reading the same book that we'd been reading for like months and we would dedicate an entire episode with no guest and just the three of us would power through it so that's what we're doing for this book, for the first time in a long time, we have no guests, just the three of us back together. Yes. Finishing this thing. The OGs. The OGs, exactly. Um, so, <laughs> does anyone want to recap? I mean, if they're last? listening to this no. episode, do they need a recap? I mean, so just like baby swapping and incest. You dropped two episodes in one day <laughs> the I last didn't, time. So. I, I kind of did. I, I <laughs> published them, and then I kept forgetting to post them on like Facebook. Well, in case anyone took a break after the last one, because <laughs> I don't blame you at all, and now you're just coming back, let me remind you that we found out that Amanda and Sherry were swapped as babies by... Um, Amanda's jealous aunt. No, Sherry's jealous aunt. Sherry's jealous aunt. That's correct. Yeah. Um, Amanda just happened to be like an innocent baby that had nothing to do with anything. She just grabbed another baby. Um, so now Amanda and uh, what's his fucking name? The brother, (laughs) Jimmy. Amanda and Jimmy, who are dating. Our brother and sister, and her <laughs> her mother knows it. Which one's her real mother? Oh wait, her her, her real mother her real is mother's Mrs. Mama Perry. Mary. Miss, no, Amanda's real mother. Yeah, is Mrs. No, oh, oh fuck. Her father is Mister Aunt's name. Oh wait, yeah, Amanda's real mother is is Sherry's parents, who we thought were Sherry's parents. Yes, the realtors. So, oh my fucking god. So oh, Jesus Christ. Um, Amanda's <laughs> not aunt. Uh, yeah, not aunt, not related. Yeah, at all. Amanda's not related to Mrs. Parrish and whatever the other one's name is. Fulton, I can't remember Mrs. Fulton. But they are both fully aware that they, Amanda and Jimmy are incesting each other, and fully aware that Jimmy's and Amanda's parents are out of town, so they're probably gonna fuck tonight. Yeah, and they're being very nonchalant about it because. Then their dirty secret of one of them did a baby swap would get out. Yeah, Mrs. And that apparently <laughs> matters more to them than swap. the fact that these kids are going to be incesting. Every and- single thing that <laughs> happened last time was the craziest shit. Yeah. It made uh, everything that happened before it unimportant. 
<laughs> and Garrett's, I can't remember if he figured out the baby swap thing, but he, oh, right. he figured out that Amanda killed Sherry. I forgot, yeah. So, so uh, he found the, like, roof chalk dust on Amanda's right, shoe. Right, the adobe. And took the shoe, <laughs> and he's going over to find Amanda. Yeah. But I don't think he knows about the incest stuff. He doesn't. And Sherry and Peter are on their way over there now. Again, not to stop the incest from happening, but, but just because to like catch her like, murder. She said she killed me. She's crazy. God knows what she could do. Like, well, oh, you do yeah. know one thing she's going to do, and someone should stop that from happening. Make a phone call. So here's my theory. My and she theory... finally learned to fly. Well, my my oh, oh yeah, right, she did. she did finally learn to fly. Sherry did. Um, my theory is that Amanda somehow found out the truth. Because I don't know why else she would kill Sherry. I don't really know why that would make her kill Sherry in the they first place. They also said in the beginning that like she had somehow grown distant from Jimmy. She had put up a wall. Yeah. So I think oh, yeah. so. My theory is that uh, Amanda knows that Jimmy is her brother. So you oh, know, I got fingers motive. crossed, aren't gonna fuck. But yeah. the motive's jealousy. In other words, like I could have been the rich daughter instead of the daughter of your oh, housekeeper. Uh, oh, and instead of having to clean this house, I could live in it. That could be my red. What was it a Ferrari that she drove? Probably. Yeah. But so, what's she gonna do? Kill Jimmy and just be like, "I'm your daughter now" to the parents, and then they're gonna be cool with that? Like, what's the end game? I don't think she's gonna kill Jimmy. Or maybe it's just I, uh, I want to destroy that family. Maybe. She should be destroying Aunt Crazy Pants's family. Yeah. It's yeah. her fault. Yeah. It's it's Well, we're gonna find also, out because we're gonna finish this goddamn book tonight. Was was Sherry the product of Aunt Crazy Pants's husband um, and Amanda's uh adoptive mom? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. And that and that's why she switched Mrs. the babies. Mrs. Yes. Parrish had an affair with her sister's husband. Mr. Fulton. Mr. Fulton. Got her pregnant. Boy, I wish they had first names. She had, right? <laughs> she had the like baby. Like we'd remember. <laughs> she, she had the baby who was Sherry. Mrs. Fulton found out about it or knew about it. Either way, was working as a nurse at the hospital. So when her sister had the baby, uh, who she knew was uh, the product of... Uh, her husband's affair she switched she swapped the babies which is such a fucking crazy thing to do and then did and then we didn't like immediately tell her sister like yeah because what we found out was that mrs parish raised amanda for long enough that when she found out the truth like (laughs) she was already like attached to her not daughter and she was already dating her brother well, I don't know. She was already dating her brother. Like, I don't, I don't know when or if Amanda found out. What I'm saying is, Amanda's mom found out about it, but like not until enough time I, had I passed. I think after that, like, Amanda was ten, I don't remember like, exactly. What, what when. a long game, you know? It's cra- it's crazy. It's like, how do you sit on that that log? Well, I I'm- also just remembered another detail, which is Jimmy and Amanda are both colorblind. And apparently that's supposed to be another right, clue about they, how they're siblings. Because they dream in black and white, which I don't think is a thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they dream in like an old-timey movie. They dream in sepia tone. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay, yeah, let's get into this. So last time, Garrett hauled ass. Oh, wait, hauled ass because that's what I read. Garrett got in his truck and drove off, and then 
uh, Sherry learned how to fly. And the last lines of the last chapter was Sherry saying, let's haul ass warp eight, which she didn't never watch Star Trek. It's the most unrealistic thing in this book. Well, <laughs> obviously she doesn't come from rich stock. Maybe she's secretly a nerd. <laughs> they can be rich nerds. Not in this universe. <laughs> chapter. Hang on. Got to do these number, Roman numerals. 16. 16. Which Louis was this one? The 16th. Get it? Louis the 16th? Louis the 14th? French kings? Yeah, but... I said make... which Louis? I don't know how to answer that. Uh, I, I, the 16th one. <laughs> I was trying to... I was making fun of myself. Anyway, let's cut that part out. <laughs> that joke that I made that didn't land... Leave Ooh. it in, future Jonathan. <laughs> chapter six. Soak in your shade. <laughs> chapter Louis the Sixteenth. Uh, my anxiety ruined my first experience of flying, and that was a pity. <laughs> That's the where worst, you're fucking The worst protagonist at. ever. God damn it. It should have been a glorious moment. We rose up rapidly to about a thousand feet and then turned toward my street and let rip a long fart. Direction and speed seemed to be purely a function of will, and my desire to get there was overpowering. We flew like mad witches on burning brooms. Burning. <laughs> the houses and yards raced beneath us in a blur. I felt no wind on my face, only the fear in my heart. One thing I did notice, however, was that the city looked much brighter from high up than it did on the ground. I was reminded of the time I had returned to Southern California on a night flight, how easy it had been to identify the cars moving in slow motion up and down the square map of roads, to spot the miniature people walking the paper-thin sidewalks, and even tell what color clothes they wore. You couldn't, you could not tell what color clothes people were wearing from. I it. bet you could tell what color eyes they had. <laughs> Yet now, plasmatic auras of violet and red drenched the neighborhood, shifting lazily from one end of the rainbow to the other as the thoughts and feelings of those beneath us waxed and waned over the spectrum of love and hate. Jesus fucking Christ. God damn it. Sherry. Even from <laughs> high above. <laughs> you need to calm the fuck down. <laughs> <laughs> Even from high above, I could feel Amanda's hate. Or perhaps it was another dimension of my Alec Baldwin, my own hate for her closing in on me. <laughs> Despite all I had learned and seen, I wished to God someone would choke her to death so a... I could get a hold of her and choke her some more. Oh my God. So she's a I vengeful... I want to choke your ghost. She's a vengeful ghost. I want to <laughs> choke your ghost. <laughs> I saw the smoke pouring out of my chimney from far off. It made no sense. It was summertime. My window was open. We swooped into my room like gods of vengeance. <laughs> we had... <laughs> it gets more dramatic than that. Uh, but we had sacrificed our thunderbolts for wings when we died. We were oh here, but so what? What could a thousand angry ghosts do against one insane mortal? There's two of you, not a thousand. We found Jimmy downstairs in the, li in the living room with Amanda. They had a regular blaze going in the fireplace. The lights were all off. Oh, so they do have fireplaces. We, I guess. We, we brought yeah. this up last time, and I made a joke about them not because it's never cold in California. Yeah, but they think I have no somewhere. memory I of this. I think it's cold at night. Um, yeah, we were all pretty drunky last time. 
Um, uh, the lights were all off. It looked as if Amanda had had Jimmy carry in half of my family's winter supply of logs from out back. They were lounging together on the cream carpet in front of the flames, with Amanda sitting up on her knees and Jimmy resting on his back on a bundle of brown pillows. <laughs> they appeared tired but relaxed. They had on white bathrobes. Oh, nothing else. What? He looks like he's doing all right, Peter said. (laughs) (laughs) No, I said, pointing to a partially eaten chocolate cake and a large empty bottle of red wine resting on the nearby coffee table. What? She's been feeding him that junk. So what, Peter asked. Oh, he's... He's diabetic. She knows that. I don't like this. (laughs) I don't like this either, Sherry. (laughs) Don't panic. Garrett will be here in a few minutes. We didn't have to listen long to learn that a few minutes would be too long wow that's a bad sentence mm-hmm. would you like some more cake jimmy amanda asked reaching for the big knife near the dessert tray no i better not jimmy said his voice drowsy i'll get sick amanda made a long face that's not saying much for my baking is it he smiled and reached up to touch her long hair mm. you're so beautiful mm. <laughs> she continued to hold the knife in her hand but you can't eat me Oh, I don't know, Jimmy said. Oh I my Someone try. never went to sex Ooh. ed. God. I, I would have died. <laughs> Are you sure you don't want another piece? It'll go to waste. Jimmy let go of her hair and put his hand over his tummy and groaned. Okay, an author actually used the word tummy, tummy. in the prose tummy. and not like in dialogue. My tummy. <laughs> I'm sure. How come you don't have some more? You hardly touched that piece you cut. I never eat cake. It has a bad effect on me. The last time I ate cake was the time Shari made it. What? No, made me. Oh, made me. Oh. What? Was the last time Shari made me. Jimmy blinked. When was that? The night of the party. But why does cake have a bad effect on you? I keep forgetting he's supposed to be with Wolf Wolford Brimley. Brimley yeah. He asked. Amanda slowly set down the knife and turned Wait, and faced she... the fire. What were you saying? Is she also diabetic because that's siblings have to be diabetic? I don't think that's exactly how it works. Diabetic and colorblind is exactly how but it works, Jonathan. Are they Jonathan. identical twins? No, yeah. that's Like, Jimmy's older. Yeah, no, no, they're uh, identical siblings. <laughs> For the same reason it bothers you. Oh, she's starting to reveal her plan. Yeah. Jimmy stared at her profile, which must have been difficult for him. His eyelids were half closed. You know I'm diabetic? <laughs> I've been keeping it secret for so long. <laughs> yes. How do you How do you know? I- I'm not fucking with the voices. That's fine. <laughs> we just need to finish it. Jimmy asked. Sherry told me, Amanda said. She did? Amanda nodded, but I knew anyway. Oops. I could read the signs. <laughs> You're diabetic too? Jimmy asked, confused. <laughs> yes, Amanda tugged softly on the ends of her hair, her face warm in the glow of the fire. We have that in common. She never told me. He was dumbfounded. Why did you tell her? <laughs> Why, Why did you tell her your horrible it? secret? I had a friend who was diabetic. Yeah. It, like, it's good to know. Yeah. 
Everyone should know, so you don't yeah. accidentally go into a coma. Yeah. It was the 80s. It was a different time. Yeah. You hid your illness then. Was it? <laughs> it was 30 years, at least 30 years away. <laughs> oh, I mean, from when I had a friend who was diabetic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that was a different time. From now, well. it was an eternity ago because we're old as fuck. But. Yeah. When your friend was diabetic, that was another different time. Well, well, <laughs> we're, we're talking about multiple different like, times. Like, people literally didn't shake hands with people who had AIDS. So pe- they might have actually just been dumber about that stuff. Like, like ew, uh, you're yes. diabetic? I don't know. I'm I'm just grasping at straws as yeah, to the, why uh, this would be a thing, a plot point. Basically, the 80s looked nice, but felt awful. <laughs> The 80s didn't look nice. Oh, come on. All <laughs> the that 80s neon was an and eyesore. pastel. <laughs> Horrible. All, all those triangles and squiggles. Yeah, look. I want to know who came up with, like, all right, all right, here's the next thing. Here's the next thing. Triangles and squiggles, as far as the eye can see. Every single paper cup for water. Put it on it. <laughs> Every mall food court. Put it everywhere. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> She never told me. Why did you tell her? She caught me giving myself a shot of insulin, Amanda said. She tried to pretend like she didn't know what I was doing, but she did. She knew all kinds of stuff. Amanda shrugged. I went along with it, for as long as I could. But I didn't know, I cried. (laughs) Peter, she's wrong. (laughs) Shh, Peter cautioned. He was getting worried. We're ghosts. They might hear us. <laughs> Honestly, Sherry, even though I'm your ghost guide, I'm kind of not great at it. Yeah. <laughs> like, imagine another me, but worse, and that's who taught me. She never told me, Jimmy repeated. She would have, Amanda whispered. What? What? Jimmy asked. What the fuck is going on? Amanda turned toward him. She was a funny girl, Sherry. She and Joe. They used to give people nicknames. Do you know what Sherry used to call my mother? Mother Mary. She didn't mean anything by it. I don't know why I'm doing that voice now. Oh, I thought it was a perfect name. Mother was always saying the rosary. Did you know she would sometimes pray in the middle of the night? Mother would think I was asleep, but I could hear her right through the wall, praising the Blessed Virgin and asking God to forgive her for her sins. Amanda chuckled softly. (laughs) Her sins and mine. I used to listen to her sometimes. I told you that I'm a virgin, didn't I, Jimmy? (sighs) My brother shifted uneasily. Ditto. Sluggishly. Amanda had probably tricked him into drinking most of the wine. I hated to think what his blood sugar level might be. <laughs> Wait, can you... Can wine fuck you up if you're diabetic? I'm sure there's sugar in it. Yeah. I mean, alcohol's sugar. Yeah, all right. <clears throat> the way I feel right now, he said, yawning, I think you'll still be one tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy set up with effort. It's late. We should get to bed. I don't think I'm going to function down there, if you know what I mean. (laughs) It's only 10 o'clock, Amanda said. I have to get up for work tomorrow. Those telephone poles ain't going to pull themselves out of the ground. (laughs) Amanda put her hands on his chest and gently pushed him back down. Why are, like, so they haven't, 
Why are they both naked under white bathrooms? Sorry. Just gorging on cake. Cake, cake and a wine. It was the 80s. It was a different time. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda put her hands on his chest and gently pushed him back down. No, you don't, she said sweetly. You're not going anywhere. She's going to hurt him, I moaned. There was evil in the room. A perceptive mortal might have sensed it, but I could see it. The astral barbed wire from the attic's den was growing in the ether, hanging from the rafters like red and black celebration threads strung for a party in hell. Oh my God. Why do you get all the poetic shit? I, yeah, right? Garrett's coming, Peter said, dropping all pretense that the situation was not critical. He could see the blossoming, decadent products of Amanda's mind as well as I could. Jimmy smiled. Is that so? Who's going to stop me? In response, Amanda kissed him long and deep on the lips. Oh no, her bathrobe breaking open partways at the top. She was definitely naked underneath. I am, she said when she finally pulled back. Here you go. Oh my god. I'm going to put down my knitting. I'm going to keep you awake as long as I like, and then I'm going to put you to sleep with a bang. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds dangerous, Jimmy said, getting interested but yawning again. Amanda moved back on her knees. You're tired because you didn't take your medicine this evening. You don't have to be embarrassed. I take insulin too, remember? She tossed her head as if she had just been struck with a brilliant idea. Hey, let me give you your shot, and you can give me mine. Mm, Sexy Sexy. incident chats. Mm. Peter, I cried, do something. (laughs) Jimmy pushed himself up on his elbow. Are you serious? Sure. And and then you'll have the strength to make love to me. Would you like to make love to me, Jimmy? Uh. He nodded as he sat up farther, even though he couldn't stop yawning. Yeah, but I'm bushed. I don't want a shot. I need rest. I haven't been sleeping well the last few days. Amanda became very still. Have you been dreaming of her? Sherry? Yeah. It broke my heart to see him glance at the flames at the mention of my name. I dreamed about her last night. So did I. She Freddy Krueger. (laughs) (laughs) Amanda said. I dreamed we were blowing bubbles, but she kept trying to burst mine. It made me mad. Sherry wouldn't have done that. She was doing it. Jimmy gave her a puzzled look. Sherry liked you, Amanda. Amanda lowered her head. Did she, though? I no, mean, Sherry she tolerated her. <laughs> no, she didn't. She didn't like me seeing you. She tried to keep us apart. She thought our relationship was wrong. She was going to tell you. I know she was. It she is. was just waiting for the right time. She was the one who introduced us, Jimmy said. <laughs> she didn't know we were going to fall in love. All right. I feel like my theory might be wrong. I, I don't think Amanda knows. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck she's doing. I don't know what she's Maybe doing. Maybe she's just but... a big creepo. Yeah. Jimmy forgot about his poor dead sister for a moment. <laughs> he brightened. You never said that before. Amanda smiled sadly. That I love you? <laughs> Couldn't you tell? Jimmy reached out and took her hand as it rested in her lap. I wanted to think you did. But I wasn't sure, especially when you stopped returning my calls. My mom didn't always give me your messages. Was that all there was to it? Jimmy asked gently. Amanda bit her lower lip. No, 
The main reason was because of what I heard my mother saying. When? Late at night, when mm. she was praying. I told you, I thought I had to stay away, and I tried too, but I could not. Oh my god. What did she say, Jimmy asked. Amanda raised her head and stared him in the eye. Oh. That we were related. Okay. Jimmy chuckled. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Amanda stared at him a moment longer, then slowly nodded. I'm glad you don't care. Um, I don't. I remember a line I once read in a poem. (laughs) It said, love knows no reason. That's how I feel about you. That I would do anything for you. Anything to keep you for myself. Jimmy was amazed. Have you always felt this way? Oh, Jimmy, change the subject. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I can't even imagine your being with anyone else. Amanda took his hand and kissed his knuckles. Nope. Especially her. What? Jimmy wasn't sure he had heard correctly. Who? (laughs) Amanda's eyes lingered on that portion of his arm not covered by his sleeve. (laughs) Why why even point that out? Oh, I guess. (laughs) I can see your needle marks, she said, which was a lie. I couldn't see anything. I wouldn't leave marks like those. Don't you take insulin in your stomach? Yes. (laughs) You don't shoot it up like heroin. (laughs) (laughs) The smoke from the fire seemed to back up in the chimney and choke the room. Jimmy took hold of her chin and looked longingly into her cold, clear, gray eyes, (laughs) noticing, perhaps... The way her rosy lips trembled at his touch, but failing completely to see the spiked halo that spun like a sticky cobweb from the core of her black widow heart. What the fuck? He He did not question her for one second. No. She said we're related. He did not even say, like, third cousins, maybe? Fingers crossed? (laughs) Like, he didn't even ask for any fucking details. He was just like... just rolling with it. He was just like, and you're cool with it? Yeah. He's literally on the verge of a diabetic coma. (laughs) And fucking his sister. Well, and this is... My other thought during this is... So, with Jimmy, we've got two girls. One of them... Uh, one of them fully thinks that she's his sister, even though she's not. But even though she thinks that she's his sister, is definitely really super attracted to him. Like, really, like, is inappropriately way too close with him and jealous of his girlfriend. And then we have another girl who is his actual sister, who is dating him, finds out that she is his actual sister, and is still just like, yeah, you know what? Like, it's too good. He's too good of a man. I don't even know. I, I want to say, like, there's many instances of people liking someone a lot, but then not being sexually attracted to them because it turns out they're secretly their brother in real life. <laughs> but I think I just watch too much TV. Yeah. I don't know how often this happens. Okay. It's uh, had to have at some point, though. <sighs> You know I love you, he said. (laughs) She smiled faintly. More than anyone? Yes. You trust me? Yes, he said. Then let me do it, Amanda said. What? Give you a shot, and then you can give me one. Not what I was expecting. With your dick. (laughs) Do you need insulin? Jimmy asked, obviously not keen on the idea. And I was also thinking, forgetting that she was diabetic already. Have you tested your sugar level? Oh, wait. Maybe that's why she was going through a shit earlier. Her family can't afford her insulin because uh, the 
the whole medical system in this country is a joke. I think she's lying. I don't think she's actually diabetic. I think she's going to like try and kill him or something. Well, way to shit all over my funny joke. That's fine. <laughs> no one laughed at my Louis the Sixteenth thing earlier, so. Well, you know, to be fair, mine was better. <laughs> she leaned closer and closing him in her claws. I need it. You need it. We can make love afterward, and then we can sleep. <sighs> but why? Jimmy began. Amanda put her finger to his lips. Because I want to do it, she said. Please. Jimmy thought a moment and shrugged. All right. Where the fuck? Oh, oh. <laughs> I was about to say, where the fuck is Garrett? Where is Garrett? <laughs> I cried. Me and Sherry are on the same page. Peter checked his watch. It... Peter checked what? his watch. He's a ghost. He's a ghost watch. What powers his ghost watch? It oh. had a luminous... What powers his ghost body? Oh, my like... God. <laughs> Peter checked his ghost watch. It had a luminous dial. He could be... Because it was, was a ghost watch. <laughs> Get it? He could be Every ghost long. watch has a luminous dial. That's another ten minutes. Amanda kissed Jimmy quickly and stood up and walked from the room, leaving Peter with Jimmy... I went after her. She headed upstairs to the hall bathroom, where I had unknowingly caught her sticking herself before the party. Oh, so she... I don't know. I guess. Okay. did she? I really don't remember. There she retrieved three syringes and one vial of insulin from Jimmy's refrigerated supplies. Going back down the stairs, I tried tripping her, but she didn't care. Bitch! I swore at her. In the flickering shadows outside the door to the... steaming living room and the crackling fire, Amanda poked a needle into the vial. Like most diabetics, <laughs> Jimmy took two forms of insulin, regular and long-lasting. Regular acted far more quickly, and it was the kind that Amanda held in her hand. It was the medication of choice to rid a diabetic of sugar blues. What? Now we're learning about this. Okay. <laughs> but whereas... It's a different book every time we read it. Yeah. <laughs> But whereas Jimmy's normal dosage was 10 units, Amanda filled the 100-unit syringe to the hilt. What will that do to your brother if she gets it in his bloodstream, Peter asked, rejoining me and watching Amanda's secret preparations. Mm -hmm. It could send him into insulin shock, I said, unable to stand the tension. But could he survive it, Peter insisted. Yes, but even if it just puts him to sleep, that's no good. The girl's nuts. That doesn't seem like he'd be able to survive. I know. It, but I, I guess I don't say, know things. Like, uh, it seems bad. Seems like, call bad. the hospital bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it requires half an hour for the effects to peak. I said, but he'll be out in less than fifteen minutes. Still, time is on his side. Peter said, "Time is never on your side when you're alive." I said. <laughs> uh, I, when you're alive. That, that, that's that's. <laughs> Pretty good single. Check out my new single. Yeah. Time's never on your side when you're alive. <laughs> well, no, it's time is what is never on your side. Parentheses. 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 When you're when alive. You're alive. <laughs> yeah. Same age. Amanda stuffed the loaded syringe into her bathrobe pocket and strode into the living room. The bad black vibes were alive and hungry and everywhere to be seen. Jimmy continued to lie on the pillows by the fire. He had his eyes closed and only half opened them as his true love knelt by his side. No. I'm thirsty, he muttered. Uh, 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 Your pancreas is probably freaking out, Amanda said. 
the two empty syringes and the half-filled vial clearly visible in her hands. Diabetic humor. I don't know, he mumbled, yawning and rolling over. I just want to sleep. Amanda put her left hand on his right ankle, settling down the insulin and unused needles and carefully slipping the full needle from her pocket. Let me take care of you, and then you can rest, she said. Jimmy suddenly sat up. Amanda deftly dropped the needle back into her pocket. He nodded to the unopened syringes lying on the rug near the fireplace bricks. Maybe I should test myself first. Uh, we can estimate your dosage, Amanda said. Oh my God. I want to hear more about dosages. I was wondering how this was going to stretch <laughs> until the end. He was doubtful. You use synthetic, right? Oh, my God. Yes. Someone did the their homework on diabetes. I usually take 10 units of regular. How about you? The same? Jimmy yawned and nodded wearily what, on the verge of a diabetic coma because <laughs> he ate that fucking cake. All right, let's do it. Turn over, she said. What? Ew. I'll give it to you in your backside what? like a nurse. She smiled at his discomfort. Don't be embarrassed, Jimmy. I usually just do it in my arm. No one does it in their arm. No one does it in their butt. Your arms are all sore. She picked up one of the of an on <laughs> from of the pulling those syringes the ground. and gestured for him to turn over. It'll just take a sec, and then you can do me in the same spot. <laughs> Fuck me. The Amanda butt. was convincing. <laughs> Amanda was convincing. Jimmy lay down on his belly and closed his eyes. Yet she made no move to pull up his robe. Thank Christ. If it will make you feel better, she said, undergoing an abrupt change in tone, I can put it in your leg. <laughs> that would be fine, Jimmy murmured. You can put muttered. it. Wait. <laughs> or your foot, she said, setting down the empty needle and picking up his right foot. Once again, she removed the loaded syringe from her pocket. Won't that hurt? You'll hardly feel it, Amanda promised. Fucking fuck. You can't just... I, I'm gonna look it up. Like, I don't think you can just stick insulin anywhere in your body. I mean, like, my grandfather was diabetic, and he only ever got shots in his stomach. Yeah, my aunt was diabetic. It's same thing. Okay, so, uh... You'll hardly feel it, Amanda promised. Be careful not to hit a vein, Jimmy said. Peter! <laughs> I cried. She's going to put it in his vein! Oh my god. What will that do? Oh my god, Peter. The insulin will go straight into his bloodstream. He'll be out in minutes. I had guessed Amanda's plan well. Quickly and smoothly, she pinched the skin around the big vein closest to his ankle and slid the needle home. Jimmy's eyelids barely flickered. It took Amanda only a few seconds to empty the syringe. Then she gathered together all the needles plus the insulin vial and put them in her pocket. I guess the pocket of the robe. Yeah. Uh, she patted him on the rump as she stood. <laughs> Rest there a minute, Amanda said. What about you? Jimmy asked. This chapter is titled Rump and Tummy. Rump and Tummy? <laughs> that sounds like a sea shanty. Rump and Tummy? Yeah. Uh, I have to go to the bathroom, she said. Watch him, I told Peter as I chased after her. 
Amanda returned to the bathroom upstairs and put away both the unused needles and the tiny bottle of insulin, yet she left the opened needle in her pocket even though it was now drained. I could not imagine what she wanted it for. It's evidence, Sherry. It's evidence. She's getting rid of the evidence, you stupid idiot. Amanda stopped to wash her face before she left the bathroom. I stood to her left and I watched her in the mirror as I had done the previous Friday night when I had been admiring her beauty. Please don't do anything else to him, I pleaded. Amanda dried her face and put out the light. Jimmy was sitting up on the pillows when she re-entered the living room. I don't feel so good, he mumbled. Amanda strode to the pile of wood. Right, Arthur Morgan. <laughs> Amanda strode to the pile of wood to the left of the fireplace. You'll feel better in a few minutes, she said. Jimmy frowned in her direction. What are you doing? Amanda picked up a log, keeping the fire going. Don't Just burn the house down. I'm hot. His head swayed atop his shoulders, and he raised a hand to steady it. What's happening? Amanda threw the log into the fire. The sparks cracked like cheap fireworks. She came and knelt by his side and placed what might have been a cool palm on his sweaty forehead. You poor darling, she said. Can I get you something to drink? No, he bent over. I feel like I'm going to be sick. That's the insulin, Amanda said. I gave you a hundred units. He stood up and winced. What? Amanda sat back on her knees. She looked and said, Mrs. Fulton called me earlier. She's over at my mother's house right now. They're discussing us. And not acting on it. Just discussing. They don't want me seeing you anymore. What are you talking about? I thought it would stop with Sherry. I thought they would leave us alone. But they're not going to. Something darker than sickness touched Jimmy's face. Oops. What the fuck did I do? Too late. He was beginning to get the message. Why do you bring up Sherry? Amanda looked to the fire and appeared to go blank for a few seconds. When she spoke next, it was with a peculiar mixture of bitterness and confusion. A small girl mad at a world suddenly grown big and complex. <laughs> When I decided to go to the party, she said, I didn't know what I wanted. I thought maybe I would talk to Sherry about us, bring it out in the open and get it over with. I didn't want to, though. Then she kept me from having my shot when I needed it. She forced me to eat cake. I don't remember those things. I <laughs> I don't think she slapped the insulin out of her hand and then shoved cake in her mouth. I guess she interrupted like her giving herself a shot in the bathroom. But She could have done still, it anywhere. I well, like she was in the in the kitchen of her own house before they left, and was like, "No, Amanda, have some cake," because mm-hmm. like she didn't know she was fucking diabetic. Yeah, but still, fucking she held my mouth open and closed my oh nose my and put cake in it. Yeah, it I'm ma- not a sherry apologist. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to put that out there. She is also terrible. Yeah. <clears throat> I, uh, it made me feel weird. I shouldn't have had a second piece. I could hardly think. Then at the party, there was this magnet that you could ask questions. Um, <laughs> I asked it about us, and it said that our love was real. It said that I should protect it. The magnet told me I had to take control of my own destiny. Amanda lowered her head, her pale face disappearing behind the fall of her long hair. But what I did, I did on the spur of the moment. 
I glanced at Peter, silently asking if he knew what she was talking about in regard to the magnet answers. He quickly <laughs> shook his head. I was getting, Peter was like, what? Magnet? <laughs> Who? Fucking news to me. <laughs> what did you do? Jimmy whispered. He was having trouble breathing. Sweat no longer merely dampened his forehead. It poured off his brow and into his eyes. Gross. Amanda <laughs> raised her head and her arm, too, and gestured to the richly furnished living room. I grew up in a slum, she said, her tone harsh. She grew up in a mansion. She was given everything she wanted. New cars, new clothes. I had to take the bus to school and wear hand-me-downs. She was spoiled rotten. Do you know my own mother had to make her bed for her? She should burn in hell. (laughs) The message on the Ouija board, Peter gasped. Jimmy sagged forward and had to throw out an arm to keep from landing face first in the carpet. What did you do to my sister? Amanda was suddenly concerned. Are you still sick? What did you do? He demanded. (laughs) Amanda smiled. Nothing. Your sister's fine. Jimmy swallowed thickly. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. You, You killed Jerry. Amanda nodded. I did push her off the balcony. She deserved it. She was standing there and thinking mean thoughts about me. What? I put... I pushed her, and then I climbed onto the roof and went over to the fire escape and came back in Beth's front door. I thought I had blown it, that everyone would know, but I was lucky. When I came back into the bedroom, Dan saw me, and I thought I had just come out of the bathroom. Amanda's face softened, and she touched Jimmy on the shoulder as he huddled before her in the throes of his insulin fit. I know you liked her, but she really was no good. She wasn't even your sister. He fought it, but was unable to stop from toppling over onto his side. He glared up at her with glazed eyes, like a Krispy Kreme donut. (laughs) You're, you're, you're crazy. She looked hurt. No, I'm not. I had good reason to do it. And I am your sister. She leaned over to give him a kiss. If I can't have you, no one's going to have you. Then she jolted upright, blood on her face. Oh. He had bit her on the lip. Oh my goodness. Wow. Go to hell, he gasped, his eyes falling shut. Amanda stared at him for a long time after he had lapsed into unconsciousness, the blood trickling over her chin in a steady stream. (laughs) Yes, she said finally. Still, I didn't know how bad it could get. Uh, Amanda put more logs on the fire. Then she took out the empty syringe and drew back the plunger, filling it full of air. Ooh. Oh, she she's going to put a bubble. Uh, hold on. She's going to put a bubble in his vein. I groaned. <laughs> the one voice I will still commit to is Sherry. Yeah. That will give him a heart attack, Peter said grimly. Yeah. Or a stroke. I'm surprised she didn't shoot him with the bubble with the first shot, but maybe she didn't want him to have to suffer. I looked at Peter. You have to stop her, he sighed. I can't. I love how nonchalant he is. Yeah. Um, this I feel like this is also positing that, like, you know, if if a diabetic eats too much sugar, they go into a murder rage. It, yeah. Like, she, she keeps bringing well, up that, like, she, the cake put her in a bad way. And I'm like, it's... Recently, a, a race has blamed it on their diabetes. <laughs> Uh, not gonna work. 
Go into her body. In a court of law. <laughs> Go into her body. Make her put the bubble in her own vein. Peter was shocked. That would be murder. I gestured to Jimmy, <laughs> sprawled before the sacrificial flames. This is murder. What you would do is justice. Excuse me. Gross. Amanda kissed. Yes, I know. Amanda kissed Jimmy on the forehead. What's grosser, that or my burp? Well, no, I, I was reacting to a burp the way my burps are usually react to. Uh, the, oh, no, shit. What I should have said was, Jesus Christ. That's true. That is how we react to your burps. <laughs> Amanda kissed Jimmy on the forehead and picked up his arm. She would resist me, Peter said. Resist her back, I said. I can't make her commit suicide, Peter cried. Amanda rolled up the sleeve of Jimmy's bathrobe. And you can't let Jimmy die, I yelled. His face filled with dread. Peter bowed his head. That rhymed. I was quite prepared for him to say again that he couldn't interfere, but then he suddenly stepped forward and went into Amanda. Amanda paused. Had she been able to see what I could see, she would have got out of the room while the going was good. The phenomenon was similar to what Peter, when Peter had overlapped his hands with the others during the seance, only a dozen times more intense. Most of Peter had vanished. I could only catch a faint glimpse of his face through the thousand miniature geysers that had erupted like psychedelic discharges what? over every square inch of Amanda's body. You know, if you're not going to read it in a whimsical way, <laughs> don't bother. I was <laughs> confused and appalled. <laughs> the girl I knew some the the girl knew something was wrong. She raised her arm and peered at the syringe in her hand. The point of the needle bent toward her eyes. Oh damn. Ew. Amanda jumped to her feet. She tried, but she couldn't drop the syringe. Peter, I supposed, did not have the control to aim for a tiny vein. I didn't mind, as long as he kept her occupied until Garrett arrived. Amanda twisted around the living room like an epileptic caught in a fit, the blood from her torn lips splattering the lapels of her white robe, screaming How hard for did help. He, bite her? <laughs> he tore her lip right like off. Dangling? Yeah. It was a wonderful sight. <laughs> then she stopped in mid stride. Peter reappeared by her side, staring anxiously into the dark doorway at the north end of the living room. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's coming, he said. What? I demanded. My Alec Baldwin. Amanda shook herself, still holding the needle, and uh, turned toward Jimmy. Oh, I'm sorry, I keep losing my place. This little thingy's in the way. Mm -hmm. uh, the needle turned toward Jimmy. I jumped to Peter's side and grabbed hold of him. You can't run, I said. It's coming, he said, panicking. Amanda knelt by Jimmy's side. Pulling back the plunger, she refilled the syringe with deadly air. <laughs> it's not <laughs> as bad as you think, I said. I faced it. It wouldn't be the same for me, Peter said, throwing off my hold. You, you don't can't, know what I did? <laughs> you can't leave till you kill her, I yelled. Oh my God. I can't kill again, he yelled oh. back. <gasps> what? I stopped. Even Amanda paused in the middle of her evil deed. Chris's face. <laughs> oh, it just looked like Chris's normal face. Oh, before that, up. it was like this. <laughs> I, I raised my eyebrows, and then I realized my eyes weren't open enough, so I went like this. 
<laughs> and, then, and then did this. It's <laughs> great. Too bad the listener cannot right, yeah. see this. Yeah, because of course on the Zoom, I'm staring at my own image the whole time. <laughs> Uh, even Amanda paused in the middle of her evil deed. She was wiping the blood from her mouth. She had everything ready. She just wanted to kiss Jimmy goodbye. Uh, stop kissing when him! When did you kill someone, I asked Peter. <laughs> Sherry fucking... Getting sidetracked. He pressed his arm over his eyes and sucked in a deep breath as if he were about to shout. <gasps> <gasps> Is that like, uh, because, uh, and then he sneezed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All that came out was There's a, a ghost. These <laughs> ectoplasm went everywhere. He said, "A boo!" Oh, <laughs> Don't laugh at that. Don't laugh at that. But all that no, came out was two, a shameful whimper. Two perfect reactions. Oh my god. Two perfect reactions. I crossed the lane in front of that truck on purpose. He said, "I killed myself." Oh. Yeah. Not what I was expecting. Yeah, okay. Um, Amanda touched her bloody lips to Jimmy's sleeping mouth. <laughs> Ew, I hated oh, every word of that sentence. <laughs> That's not possible, I said, echoing his words to me about my own conviction of suicide, which I don't even remember. He nodded miserably. It's not something I'm likely to forget. He turned to go. It's not something my shadow will ever forgive. I'm sorry, my Alec Baldwin. <laughs> Amanda reached for Jimmy's arm, searching for a vein. But we need you, Peter, I pleaded. <laughs> His gaze strayed again to the dark doorway, and he trembled. I can't. It's too close, he said. Why doesn't she just fucking do it? Right? Because she can't. She's a bad ghost. <laughs> Amanda squeezed the flesh on the inside of Jimmy's elbow. Well, I was gonna say he could at least just keep possessing her and making her yeah he doesn't make have to her fucking kill her syringe or yeah. something. But I guess if his shadow's gonna get him, then no. It's like, oh, is he gonna get tired? Yeah. <laughs> Amanda squeezed the flesh on the inside of Jimmy's elbow. All right, I said, my voice empty. Leave if you feel you must. <sighs> he looked at me with pain in his eyes. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I turned my back on him and stepped toward my brother. So am I, I replied, and I heard the disgust in my voice, even though I did not want him to hear it. There followed another pause in both realities. Amanda had found the desired vein and was pressing the tip of the needle to it, but she couldn't stop looking at Jimmy's face. <laughs> it was covered in her own blood. <laughs> Peter, it seemed, couldn't stop looking at me. I could feel his eyes on the back of my head. I love you, Amanda told Jimmy. <laughs> Sherry, Peter said. I love... He didn't finish. It wasn't the time for confessions of the heart, he must have realized. He went by in a flash towards my brother. Unfortunately, he had waited too long. Before he could re-enter Amanda's body, something came through the dark doorway at the north end of the living room. I couldn't see it as I could see my own shadow, but I could sense its movements. Peter only had time to throw a single, terrified glance in its direction before it crossed the room and was upon him. He crumpled to the floor precisely as Amanda stabbed Jimmy with the needle and began to depress the plunger. 
I had previous information about the dangers of air in the bloodstream. A relative was a registered nurse oh my and had once explained how careful RNs had to be when giving people injections to clear away any bubbles from the medicated solutions. She had added, however, that if the system could quickly break down a large bubble into a number of tiny ones, then the person would most likely survive. What? It gave me an idea. And if I could fly, I thought, I should be able to do anything. <laughs> She's gonna like, dive the veins in his arm. Wait, wait, yeah, you're not, you're not ready. Oh. What the? I dived fuck? into the air in the what syringe the like Miss what? Fucking Frizzle. <laughs> <laughs> what? I the? don't know how I did it. I didn't even have a magic school bus. <laughs> Once again, the power must have simply come to me because I wanted it badly enough. Just like everything else in your life. I saw little before I was thrust into Jimmy's body, a blur of curving plastic walls, the vague shape of a gargantuan thumb, the distorted flames in the fireplace blazing what? before. My microscopic vision like a sun gone nova. Jesus Christ. Oh my god. Like, this <laughs> it's just every single time. Yeah, every time I it off. feels like it turned into an animorphs book. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. It, like why how's that her plan? Form of gorilla. <laughs> Form of <laughs> air bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> then there was the motion of powerful winds and I was riding a wild and pulsing current of liquid night. Yet not everything was dark for me inside Jimmy's vein. Outside the window of the air bubble. What? Uh, I fucking can't. Outside the window of the air bubble, I detected huge spheres of tumbling tissue chasing me along an endless tunnel of blood. Even more remarkable was the sound, a pounding thunder that grew so rapidly in volume and force that I feared it would drown out my mind. A fool could have recognized it, the beating of Jimmy's heart. And I was racing toward it with the speed of an angel. Oh, and now she's as intimate with him as she's ever wanted to be. A dark angel. Finally, I was inside my brother. <laughs> the, th <laughs> the thunder skipped as I plunged into a spacious chamber of churning blood. It skipped twice, three times, a lady, and then it halted altogether <laughs> and everything was silent. Dead silence. The bubble had caused Jimmy's heart to stop. A golden light began to dawn in the strange night. A realm of beauty and bliss unfolded. It was Jimmy's dream, I remembered. The brown balloon? We were in a strange... <laughs> we were in a strange place. It was like a world inside a flower. I know that sounds weird, but I don't know how else to describe it. Everything was glowing. We were on a wide open space like a field, and you were dressed exactly as you are now. And those slacks and that blouse. You had a balloon in your hand that you were trying to blow up. No, you had blown it up part way, and you wanted me to blow it up the rest of the way. You tried to give it to me. You had tied a string to it, but I didn't catch the string right or something, and it got away. We watched it float up, way up in the sky. And you began to cry. It was all true. It was a miracle. We were on a field that stretched almost to infinity, to the borders of an all-encompassing lotus that sent a thrill through every particle of my being at the sight of it. What? A Is... a... <laughs> Isn't she in his heart? I don't know. 
Yeah, I guess. Why is every one of your pages a fucking haiku? <laughs> I don't know. A brilliant white light shone in the sky of his heart, radiating a peace and joy beyond understanding. It was the light Peter had spoken of. It was all-knowing. It knew our situation. <laughs> the... Yet it was not here to interfere. It was merely there to observe. It was the silent witness of the movie of my life finally uncloaked. <laughs> Jimmy turned to me and smiled. This is nice, he said. What? I had on my green pants and yellow blouse. Jimmy was wearing his white bathrobe. The balloon I held in my right hand at the end of a thin string was not the brown Jimmy had told me after he had awakened from his dream, but red. Because <gasps> he's colorblind. colorblind. And he had been wrong. <laughs> colorblind. <laughs> he had been wrong about me wanting to blow it up further. I wanted to pop the balloon. It was the bubble that had stopped his heart. Still, it was impossible not to be happy. The field we stood on was like a living jewel. Yes, I said. It's beautiful. <laughs> Jimmy took more notice of me. Sherry, he said, puzzled. What's going on? You're supposed to be dead. I am dead, I said. But being dead isn't like people think it is. Anyway, I can't go into that now or you'll die. I pulled the balloon and tried to pop it in my hands. <laughs> Shocked that she didn't go into all of it. <laughs> Unfortunately, it had a surface as firm as steel. Oh, no. What's wrong? He asked. This is an air bubble that Amanda put into your bloodstream. It has to be broken up. His eyes widened. That's right. She was trying to kill me. Did she succeed? <laughs> Not yet, I don't think, I said, continuing to wrestle with the balloon. Your heart's only been stopped a few seconds. Jimmy gazed about the glass field. His concern quickly receded. But it's so peaceful here, and that light's so nice. I want to stay. I want to die. <laughs> no, I said firmly. You have to live. Why? Because you're young and beautiful. You're wonderful. The world needs you. Mom and dad need you. If you die, it'll break their hearts. But I want to talk to you, he said. I miss you. Gross. Uh, this is... I, mi <clears throat> I miss you too. But you have to live a long life. And then when you're done, you can be with me. Where is this place? Are we in heaven? No, we're in, I began, hesitating, wanting to say we were in his heart, before deciding we might be talking about the same thing. Yes. What? Yes, this is heaven. <laughs> I'm glad you made it here, he said. So am I. <laughs> Unsure of myself. It occurred to me that because the bubble was in his heart, it might be better if he tried to pop the balloon. But when I started to give it to him, it began to slide from my grasp. It was the only warning of his dr <clears throat> It was only the warning of his dream that enabled me to react quickly enough to pull it back in. That's a terrible sentence. Yeah. Or I'm drunk. Probably both. There was slippery gook on the palms of both my hands. It was like black chimney soot. Jimmy had a little on his hands, too, I saw a moment later. Although not nearly as much as myself. As if that was fucking important. Oh my what is this stuff, he asked, brushing with his fingers. Neither of us could get it off. It was the only stain in our entire world of light. We had brought it with us, I realized. The light itself must have helped me with the realization. When I spoke next, 
I did so with the certainty that I spoke the truth. <laughs> it's hate, <laughs> I said. We've got to get rid of it. What we have to forgive Amanda in order know. to be able to burst a balloon. <laughs> I'm just, she's LSP now. Yeah. <laughs> that bitch. She pushed you off the balcony. So she did. But what's done is done. I see that now. Jimmy, I really do. Don't you see? But, like, she murdered you. <laughs> he protested. <laughs> Amanda is sick. She needs your help. She's sick with cake. I added. Besides, she told you the truth. She is your sister. He raised an eyebrow. You can't be fucking serious. <laughs> so he didn't believe Amanda, and he was just like, "Yeah, okay, we're related." Like, yeah, sure, whatever you, whatever gets you just, off. I need to take a yeah. nap. <laughs> whatever this chick's into, I'm about to slip into a diabetic coma. <laughs> I nodded. I'm afraid I am. Oh, no. He shook his head. But I kissed her so I, many times. I knew I should have gone away with mom and dad. <laughs> I had dreams about it and everything. And I was just like, yeah, but I might get laid. Uh, so I stuck around. And then now we're here. In my heart with a balloon. <laughs> I had to laugh at his discomfort. Rude. And it has been said there is nothing more forgiving than a hearty laugh. Has when it? I has it? Down, <laughs> when I looked down, my hands were clean. So were his. Oh, well, taste X Machina. Great. If you laughed at me because I was dying and also was about to fuck my sibling, <laughs> if you laughed really hard at that, I don't think I'd forgive you. <laughs> if I was there and you were dying and you were somehow about to fuck your sibling, I probably would find it funny. Because that's fucking weird. I think you might be concerned that I'm dying. If you find I would be. I think we'd I laugh. Would be. We, would we would all laugh, laugh about it later. later yeah, for after sure. I'm yeah. not dead. I would be, but like also like in the circumstances, I don't think I'd be able to help myself. Like, wait, like how did it get to this? I think of all people, Chris probably would stop yeah. and pause. Probably. <laughs> and laugh at like, me. Like, wasn't there something we could have done to prevent this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure we all saw signs along the way. Oh my god. But none of us did anything. And it's a little bit funny. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Alright. Jimmy had never page turned. Been one to hold a grudge for more than two minutes. Even to the girl oh who god. murdered his not sister. Even to his actual sister that murdered his not-sister. I estimated that was how long his heart had been stopped. We were running out of time. I handed him the balloon, and he held onto it. Pop it, I said. <laughs> I want to hear that again. I have no faith we're going to finish this, by the way. Pop it! Oh, we're going to finish it. We got 16 pages. Yeah. I'm just looking at the slider at the bottom the slider's, of the that, screen. The slider's wrong. Look at the page count. I don't know. It just seems like it's taking forever. Uh, I'm enjoying myself, yeah. but it seems it's like it's taking forever, forever, but we're going to do it. I'm not, I'm not fucking doing this for another episode. <laughs> Pop it, I said. It's the bubble in your heart. It's killing you. Will I remember any of this? He asked, worried. I don't know, I replied, my voice faltering as a tear, as a ghost tear 
ran down, ran down <laughs> my ghost cheek. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You will always remember me. <gasps> and I will remember <gasps> you. Remember me. It's the she said it. She said it. You were the best brother a girl could have had. That they wanted to fuck. I started to hug him goodbye and found I couldn't budge from my place. Neither of us could move. And it was getting late. Pop it, Jimmy, I said. Live. Be happy. Be happy for me. You know, Sherry. He began as he squeezed the balloon in his fingers. But he didn't get a chance to finish the sentence. I didn't get a chance to hear it. The golden lotus exploded with the flash of a thunderbolt. It was not, however, real thunder that I heard. It was the beating of his heart! (laughs) Chapter 17. I reappeared standing beside Jimmy. He was still lying on his back on the pillows, only now he was coughing. He was alive! For the time being, Amanda had scattered logs across the carpet and was transforming the living room into a furnace of flame and smoke. Bitch is crazy. Oh, yeah, no, uh, she went over the deep end. Yeah. A funeral pyre for both of them. She really was off her nut. (laughs) (laughs) Couldn't have said it better myself, Sherry. She had the needle in her hand and was going to put a big balloon in her own vein. Jesus Christ. Murder-suicide. Fine. There's got to be an easier way to kill yourself. Right? Right? Uh, I feel like that would hurt a lot. Yeah, that would totally hurt. Like, do they have a gas stove? Fine. Go ahead, I thought, before I remembered my promise to forgive her. (laughs) Ten seconds, and I was already forgetting. Silly me. Someone was hammering on the front door. Amanda had the needle up to her skin. The someone at the door was going to be too late to save her. I crossed the room in one leap, and I jumped inside her. Could have done that. Yeah. Uh, Before, instead of jumping into the air bubble, whatever. Then we wouldn't have got that amazing scene inside the lotus inside Jimmy's heart. It was weird. <clears throat> I uh, It was like having a physical body again, only one that didn't fit. It felt so thick. <laughs> yeah. Rude. <laughs> Rude. I decided not to worry about it. I whipped my right arm upward and flexed my palm open. Amanda did the same and dropped the needle on the floor. She was bending, and she was like, what's with my body? <laughs> This is the second time this has happened tonight. <laughs> she was bending it over. It must be my diabetes. <laughs> she was bending over to search for it, coughing her blessed lungs out when the front door burst open. What the hell? Garrett shouted, running into the room. Amanda dashed behind her barrier of burning logs. I got out of her quick. You can't have me! She screamed. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> Honey, Garrett said, hurrying to Jimmy's side and grabbing him by his wrists. I don't want to. (laughs) (laughs) Best character in the book. Oh, my God. (laughs) Holy shit. And then then Garrett dropped a mic and left her to burn (laughs) to to death. What happened to the other couple in this case? He had a partner at one point, and then it's just been him. It wasn't his partner. That was just a patrolman. It was just a uniform. I still feel like more than one person would be assigned. No to one a wants murder. to be Garrett's partner. Uh, uh, Garrett's a lone wolf. Yeah. Garrett. He's an he alcoholic with a heroin daughter. No one wants to be with that. A heroin daughter. But he's effective. Yeah. 
Garrett dragged Jimmy away. <laughs> he gets results. Amanda, I said that already. <laughs> I'm sorry. Amanda appeared to be set on going to an agonizing end until a spark landed on her bare foot. <laughs> Letting out a silly cry, she <laughs> ran after Garrett. <laughs> I loved it. Peter lay where oh, he had shit. fallen. Oh, Peter's still around. I thought he ran away. Following Garrett's lead, I took hold of his arms and pulled him out into the night air. I was surprised at how light he felt. Why? Oh, forgetting for a moment that he didn't weigh anything at all. You idiot. You idiot. Better save the ghost from the fire. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe this ghost is so light. The house survived. (laughs) Two black and white units arrived on Garrett's tail, and the policemen were quick to gather the front and backyard hoses and get water on the flames. Or call a fire department. A fire she engine appears shortly they're called after. black and white. Yeah. <laughs> her vernacular switches so quickly from her poetry to like, she's two watched... black and whites are right out of the tail. She's she's read a lot yeah, of Raymond but... Chandler. Yeah. Yeah, but, but like, she's also like a ghost now. She's fucking omniscient. Yeah. Um... I hate her so much. <laughs> I lost my place. I'm so tired. Um, a fire engine appeared shortly afterward. They had paramedics with them. Jimmy got plenty of attention. He sat propped up beside Garrett on the neighbor's front lawn while a medical man, a medical, a medical man, man, pressed an <laughs> oxygen mask to his face. I love that heart song. <laughs> Leaving Peter still unconscious but out of the way of the stampede, I walked over to check on him. How's he doing, Doc? Garrett asked, concerned. I'm not a doctor, the medical man replied. <laughs> I'm a medical man. But he appears to be doing fine. <laughs> I'm not a... Say that? Hold on. I wasn't no, it just said, it said same... the man replied. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> I can't tell him. <laughs> <I know. laughs> uh, I feel so bad I love how for she's... everyone that's listened to this. <laughs> she's like describing like the ethereal beauty of the lotus inside Jimmy's heart that she's like, a medical man was next to my brother. <laughs> what the fuck i can breathe jimmy said pushing away the face mask the excess insulin in his blood was not affecting him as much as it should have i could only believe the light had somehow detoxified him okay it's probably not what happened he's probably still in a lot of danger (laughs) he probably sweated it all out yeah it's probably like amanda just wasn't that good at killing people (laughs) the paramedic put down the oxygen then breathe he said, but you're still going to the hospital. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, I'm not, Jimmy said. I feel I, fine. What I know, I'm just a doctor. <laughs> he's not a doctor. Oh, he's a medical he man. specifically is not a doctor. He's <laughs> a medical man. What did she do to you, Garrett asked. Jimmy's voice hardened. She killed Sherry. She pushed her <laughs> off the balcony. She tried to kill me. She shot me up with too much insulin and knocked me out. Then she put an air bubble in my vein. If she knocked you out with insulin, the medical man said, reaching for an instrument that resembled the tool Jimmy used to check his blood sugar. How do you know what she put in your vein? I crossed my fingers and made the sign of the cross, waiting for Jimmy's response. Uh, But I was in for a disappointment. I don't know, he said after a moment's hesitation. We're going to keep him in the hospital overnight. uh, We're going to keep him in the hospital overnight, the paramedic told Garrett. Oh, no, Jimmy muttered. Garrett slapped Jimmy on the side. Look <laughs> why. <laughs> Son, remind me someday that I've got to introduce you to some nice girls. 
Satisfied that Jimmy was in good hands, I returned to where I had deposited Peter. <laughs> the flashing lights of police cars bathed the surrounding houses. The whole neighborhood had poured out to watch the spectacle. Her white robe, gross with bloodstains. Amanda stood pale and bent in the custody of a police officer. Excuse me. Peter had not moved an inch. Kneeling by his side, I shook him gently. Peter, can you hear me? Wake up, it's Sherry. He stirred and opened his eyes. Where am I? He mumbled. It's not Newport Memorial, and I'm sad to say you didn't make it. What? It's like ghost <laughs> I humor? I helped him up. How do you feel? Embarrassed, he said. How's Jimmy? <laughs> fine. Everything's fine. Why are you embarrassed? You stayed. That took guts. Believe me, I know. <laughs> guts that we don't have because we're ghosts. It took ghost guts. Ghost guts. <laughs> Gusts. <laughs> He wouldn't look at me. I lied to you. I sat by his side and put an arm around his shoulder. What happened? I asked. He was ashamed. I committed suicide. We already know this. I don't believe it. We already said We've this. We've been through this. We've been through this. Believe it. I was out on my bike, driving like a maniac, when I saw the truck coming at me the other way. I jerked my bike into its path. He was serious. But why? I asked. He shrugged. I'm not sure. It was a number of things. Everybody at school ecstatic about how I'd pitched Hazard to the city championship. But what they didn't know was that the coach pressured me into starting the last four playoff games. I let him pressure me. Anyway, I blew, page turn, out my arm, tore my rotary cuff. I wasn't going to pitch again. That's why you ended your life? No, there's more. It's complicated. I was depressed. (laughs) <laughs> Why? I asked. I was lonely. But you had lots of friends. You had me. He looked at me. You heard what I said before the shadow. <clears throat> Take two. You heard what I said before Alec Baldwin arrived? <laughs> yes. You were going to say you loved me, right? Ordinarily, he would have snorted at my nerve. Now he just nodded. <laughs> I've always been crazy about you. I laughed. (laughs) You are so dumb. I was crazy about you. He shook his head. Don't, Sherry. I'm telling you the truth. Why didn't you ask me out? You wouldn't have gone out with me. I would have given my right arm to go out with you. God, I'm so angry at you. We could have been so much fun together. I sighed. And I wouldn't have had to suffer so when you died. It's all about me. (laughs) Jesus. You suffered? He asked in disbelief. Of course I did. I never got over losing you. But you didn't even go to my funeral. Because I was too upset. I stayed home and I cried for days. But they have no romantic chemistry whatsoever. And she never spoke of this. Like before. Like. Yeah, it seemed like she barely knew him. Yeah. Yeah. They barely mentioned him before he showed up as a ghost. He stared at me strangely. Are you serious? Yes, I love you. Loved I loved you. I loved you. <laughs> I love you now. When you found me in the cemetery after they buried me, it was the happiest day of my l- afterlife. Ew, does it really say that? No, I added that. Oh, okay. I mean, it was great. 
You didn't have to kill yourself over me. I didn't do it just because of you, you fucking conceited bitch. bitch. (laughs) Oh, all right. I guess. What else was the matter? I was curious, he said. You were what? I was curious to see what it was like on the other side. Joe showed you some of my stories. I was obsessed with death. It was an unhealthy obsession. (sighs) Book doesn't need this. I should say... There was something else. This is hard to explain. Remember when we were in the park and trying to figure out who killed you? Remember how I kept insisting we needed a motive? Yes, I said. I should have known better. Did you hear what Amanda said in the house? She had all these reasons for what she did, but when it came right down to it, she did it on the spur of the moment. Are you saying you pulled in front of the truck on the spur of the moment? It sounds strange, but it's true. That's dumb, I repeated. (laughs) I agree. I can't argue with you. Did this have anything to do with why Jeff dislikes me? He knew I cared for you, but he thought you were a tease. I'm not sure, but from watching him the last couple of years, I sometimes got the impression he blames you for what happened that night. Does he think you hit the truck on purpose? No, he thinks I had reasons for living dangerously, but that's not quite the same thing. Like, oh, I'm such a crush on this girl, I'm going to drive my motorcycle dangerously. I'm going to go real fast, vroom, vroom. And, that, and I was one of those reasons? Yes, Peter said. Does that bother you? No, I understand. I'm glad. He's a great guy. Okay. What? I don't know. I have another question for you. Uh. I said, why did you put me in your story? That wasn't you, he said. You used my middle name, Anne. I don't remember this. I think this is like in the first chapter. Okay. I didn't know that was your middle name. That's right. You don't even know how to spell my first name, but you're so fucking in love. <laughs> yeah. No one does. No one knows how to spell your first <laughs> no name. No one knows how to no pronounce it. your first name is. Okay, let's back up a sec. You were driving along, and you decided to add some excitement to your life by dying. What happened next? I realized I had made a terrible mistake. Is there a penalty over here for committing suicide? Yeah, you, you have to be public yes. servant. <laughs> yes. Remember yes, I told you I, I knew you couldn't have killed Wait, yourself? I was trying to yes. say it, but you said it faster and louder. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so, faster and louder. I'm sorry. Wait, what What did you say? Because I didn't hear it. Becky, you say it. No. <laughs> then, uh, the thing from Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Uh, you be- if you commit suicide, you become a, a public servant. Okay. Is there a penalty for over here for committing suicide? Yes. Remember, I told you I knew you couldn't have killed yourself. Yes, I said. The reason I knew was because you have the opportunity to go into the light. He paused. Pause. I haven't had that opportunity. I wrinkled up my ghost face. Why? Until all the years my life should have lasted have gone by. I have to stay on Earth. I am Earthbound. Like the great Super Nintendo game. Who bound you? Who told you this? Those are the rules, oh I said. That's BS, Peter. I can't even be bothered to say the whole word. <laughs> That's what such BS it is. I've been in the light. I went into it when Jimmy's heart stopped. And I can tell you from personal experience that it wouldn't hand out penalties. It can't. It's... <laughs> Too nice. Uh, it's completely non-judgmental. 
The reason you're stuck here is because you're keeping yourself here. You're feeling guilty. Wouldn't you? He asked. I threw away my life. It was only by blind luck that I didn't kill the driver of the truck. Yes, I would feel guilty, but not for the rest of eternity. <laughs> Who told you that you have to stay? Other ghosts in my predicament. He said. Oh, swell. Go to the man on death row for advice about your trial. They're obviously as screwed up as you are. What? I'm not screwed uh, up, you're... he said indignantly. Yes, you are. Here, you give me all these boring lectures on how anything is possible, and you don't even know how to knock on the door to ask to be let in. Oh and another thing, if you haven't been in the light, how can you know anything about it? He literally just you about said it. that they told him. Oh my god. This next sentence is so telling. <laughs> I didn't lie to you about everything, so clearly he lied to her about something. something. yeah. I really have helped many people that have just crossed over. Dozens of times. I've seen what happens when the light comes over an individual. The joy they experience. The peace. Even before they leave. But you've only watched, Peter. <laughs> Tell me, have you ever tried to go on? Oh my god. You are ruining this for everyone, Cherry. She's dumping her ghost boyfriend. <laughs> I don't love you anymore. <laughs> that got him. No. He said, see, tell me another thing. What happened when your sh Alec Baldwin caught you? My whole life passed before me. And? I asked. And what? Was it so horrible? Were you such a bad guy? The Peter I remember couldn't do enough for people. The Peter you remember wasn't the real Peter. Uh, I stood and spoke to this guy. Listen to this guy, Mr. Suffering Servant himself. I kicked Peter in the ghost shin, and I honestly believe he felt it. He winced. Stay here, then. Go play with your other unhappy ghosts. Spend the rest of eternity peeking in at girls in the shower. Yeah, I remember that. No one's forgotten. <laughs> I don't care. I haven't. I have better things to do with my time. He raised his head. I didn't peek at you in the shower. You said you did. I was kidding, he said. I left before you took off all your clothes. <laughs> Like a ghost gentleman. All my clothes. How much did I have off? Uh, your top, he said. How did I look? I told you. Fine. Great. Oh, my God. Why did you leave at all? I asked. I thought you were we lusting after me. I didn't say that. Crazy about me. Love me. Lusting after me. It's all the same thing. I didn't peek at you in the shower. Why not? I asked, feeling mildly insulted. That would have been unethical. Aha! I exclaimed, pointing a finger at his nose. That's your problem. You think sex is dirty. You have a dirty mind. No wonder but you can't get into the light. What? 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 Peeping at a woman is a fucking crime. It is unethical. Not for ghosts. She is. Yeah, it is. She is hopping from one point of logic to the next, and I can't keep up. Peter, run away. <laughs> I feel like, fine, I'll go as long as you're not over there, too. Yeah, like... <laughs> <laughs> There's no way she's going. Like, oh, man. <laughs> he took hold of my finger. He surprised me when he pulled she's it... pointing a finger at his nose. Uh, <laughs> he just, like, yanks it. Yeah. 
He took hold of my finger. He surprised me when he pulled it down and gently kissed the back of my hand like a ghost gentleman. I can get in, he said quietly. What the fuck? Maybe this is the end and the next eight pages are just acknowledgments. <laughs> but you've read the book. <laughs> no, I mean like... I, no, I know. It's... Books. I took a step back at his change in tone. Did I convince you that easily? I asked, surprised. Peter stood and put his hands in his pockets. We had almost forgotten the commotion going on around us. The fire was out, although smoke continued to pour from the front door and the side windows. My dad would probably have to replace the downstairs furniture and carpeting. I wasn't worried. He could, he could afford it. Slowly, in twos and threes, the neighbors were returning to their homes, probably thinking those Coopers were crazy. He could afford it. He's got one less mouth to feed. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you did the most for me when you made me stay and face the Alec Baldwin, Peter said. I'm not afraid of it anymore. I don't have to keep running. It helps that I was able to talk about it right now. I guess I finally accepted what I did. And what you just what you said just now, yeah, it makes good sense. I can go on, I think, as long as I can go with you. He paused. You were serious about liking me? loving you i corrected squeezing up against him but don't make me out to sound like a soul winner all right what? it's not what i want out of this relationship i have no fucking idea what that means no one does what do you want sherry i thought a moment kisses two years worth Ew. he grinned for that you'll have to take off your top my god Later, we rode to the hospital in the back of the ambulance with Jimmy. After the ghost sex. <laughs> After several kisses. Garrett was also there, and that was good. I put my arm around the detective and gave him a big hug. Maybe he felt it. I don't know. He belched. <laughs> <laughs> I owe this man, I said. He saved your brother's life, Peter agreed. He also saved my reputation. There's got to be something I can do for him. Sherry. I'm going to give it some thought, I insisted, calling over to my brother, who was sitting with a wary eye on the paramedic. Hey, Jimmy, what do you say? Others might have disagreed, but I believe what happened next meant Jimmy remembered a portion of our talk in the Golden Lotus. At my remark, he turned to Garrett and finished the sentence the popping and finished the sentence the popping of the red balloon had interrupted. You know, he said, Sherry was the best sister a guy could have had. I burst out crying. I was so happy. Uh, oh, Epilogue. I have to pee. Okay. I have to pee so bad. I need more booze. Let's Me. take a little break and then yeah. fucking finish this thing. <laughs> All, All right. right. Yeah. We'll be right back. <laughs> you need to put a little bit of on hold music there. <laughs> Back with drinks. <sighs> Hold on. I forgot to open mine. Oh, All right. Epilogue. <laughs> Peter and I did not leave immediately. I wanted to see what happened after all the excitement died down. I also wanted to offer what help I could to smooth out what I believed was going to be a rough period for those I loved, <laughs> as if there was anything I could do as a ghost. The truth about Amanda's biological parents came out, 
It was, I suppose, inevitable. Yet Mrs. Fulton's full involvement in the switch of infants was never brought to light. What? Mrs. Fulton and Mrs. Parrish got together and led... Uh, uh, you jumped down the page a little bit. Hold on. And Mrs. Parrish got together and led the authorities to believe that they had felt for many years that some mistake, in heavy quotes, had been made long ago at the hospital. Mrs. Fulton should it, be in jail. Yeah, seriously. Yes. It was amazing how vague they were about what this mistake was. And even more amazing that the police didn't haul them both over the coals. It may have been because nobody was pressing any charges. I have the hiccups. You, oh, okay. I apologize. <laughs> like, are you okay? The police did, however, take a print of Amanda's feet and mine, lifted <laughs> from inside one of my shoes, and compared them to the ones in the hospital's files. This verified that the mistake had indeed been very real. What? Like, even as adults? Yeah, right? I've like, never our, heard of our, our, that before. Yeah, ah, feet, prints, feet prints. Individual. That's how they figure out baby swapping. I mean, is it like a fingerprint, but like from your toes? I don't know. No one can forge a uh, footprint. <laughs> I was worried about how my parents would react when they learned that their pretend daughter had been murdered by their real daughter. My concerns, <clears throat> my concerns, which is an actual word, not what I said previously, proved to be groundless. They were both so elated to have a daughter again what? that they went out and hired the best lawyer in town to defend Amanda for killing me. That is incredibly what fucked up. What the fuck are you it talking about? It is a about? strange universe. What the fuck? Oh my god. What the actual fuck? Real villains just, of the book are the parents. Just what do you think this parents? book can't yeah. disappoint you less? Oh my god. What the fuck? Amanda got off light. She was sentenced to five years of state-supervised psychiatric care. I guess the judge figured she had been subjected to psychological pressures of a most unusual nature. Also, she did eat some cake. I didn't mind. I felt no need for vengeance. Nor did Jimmy. What the fuck? He provided Amanda with moral support throughout the course of the trial. He never, however, let himself get caught alone with her again. He was a nice guy, but he wasn't stupid. I would put a fucking restraining order on her. Yeah. Like, are they all going to live together now? Is right? Amanda going to go live with them? Like, you'll be my new sister. <laughs> you can take we'll my old sister's room. We'll just try to scrub our brains clean of the memories of making out all those times. Oh, my God. Two days after the red balloon and the big fire... <laughs> <laughs> I had my picture on the front page of Los Angeles's two biggest papers. High school senior suicide turns out to be murder. And Sherry Cooper didn't jump. I liked the sound of the second one the best. The latter headline was uh, also above a color picture of me, not a black and white. And everybody in town got a chance to enjoy my sparkling green eyes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> The gang, Joe, Jeff, Daniel, and Beth, got together at... <laughs> it's like Bob, Chris. Ted, I Carol, and Alice. <laughs> I, I, I forgot they were even characters. <laughs> yeah. The gang got together at Beth's condo shortly after the article came out to discuss how they knew all along that I wasn't the jumping kind. I just listened and laughed. 
Especially when Beth slapped Daniel across the face for trying to grab her breast after Joe and Jeff had left holding hands and cuddling. Okay. <laughs> what? Like, so I... Are they not going I out? I wasn't I paying attention. The, I, I think the original couple... Oh, wait, no, hold no. on. Beth, Beth slapped Daniel for trying to grab her breast. But through all this, I fretted over Mrs. Parrish the most. She had, in a sense, lost not one, but two daughters. I would like to say her quiet strength allowed her to accept Amanda's crime with a sense of equanimity. Good job, honey. <laughs> Thank you. I did it. You, yeah, you did I it. I did it. I did I'm it. so proud. <laughs> Regrettably, besides being strange, the universe is often hard. Mrs. Parrish suffered terribly with Amanda's trial. One consolation, however, was that my mother bore no malice toward Mrs. Parrish for not having brought the mix-up to light sooner. Quite the contrary. How? I know. I don't fucking... I don't know. Quite the contrary. She supported and encouraged Mrs. Parrish at every opportunity. I was proud of my mother. Uh, finally proud to call her mom, even though she no longer was. And now she's raising your murderer as her daughter. Yeah. Yes. And, and also, like, what are you going to sue them for? She's already your housekeeper. Yeah. You can keep working for us if you want. In the end, Mrs. Parrish did gain a measure of peace. I am happy to report that I had a hand in it. Little old me. For many nights after Amanda was arrested. Um, for many nights after... Sorry, I like literally just spaced out for a second. <laughs> <laughs> for many nights after Amanda was arrested, I would visit Mrs. Parrish in her dreams oh, God, and tell her that I was doing well and that I held no grudge against Amanda. You should... Everyone should. She should go to jail. What the fuck? <laughs> Not fuck? one single person is mad at Amanda. That's fucking absurd. They're like, I, look, I get it. You had some cake. <laughs> you went a little crazy. Yeah. She's diabetic. You've all been there. For a while, it seemed my interludes did no good and that she would remember nothing upon waking. But then one afternoon when she was sewing in her living room and I was sitting by her side and listening to the melody she was humming, she suddenly put down her needle and thread and stared off in, into empty space. Sherry, she said, if you're there, if you can hear me, I want to tell you something that I almost told you a thousand times while you were alive. Finding you again after losing you all those years was wonderful. It was the best thing that ever happened to me. It brought me so much joy, I thought I would never ask God for anything because he had given me everything. And I kept that promise until right now. You see, I have to ask him for one more thing. To tell you this, that I loved you as much as any mother loved a child. That you were always my daughter. Then she went completely still for a moment and smiled. And there was the same light on her face that I had seen in the church above her head when she prayed for me. Thank you, she whispered. <laughs> so it is done. I've heard you too, Sherry. Don't worry about me. I'll be fine. Was that God just saying like, I'll tell her. <laughs> I thought she was going to be like, and then she was still and died. <laughs> yeah. And from then on, she was much better. But I still. That came very close to giving me tears. I know. That was. That was a nice part. That was nice. Um, but I still had my debt to Garrett to repay, and more important, the desire to do something for him. Isn't that the same thing? I thought about the problem a long time, and finally a solution came to me. Peter helped me implement it. 
He showed me how to alter my form at will and acted as my accomplice. Together we journeyed to the seedy motel room where Garrett's daughter spent her miserable nights. And scared the shit out of her. <laughs> scared her straight. <laughs> I returned as a radiant angel of light. My hair was long and golden. I had eyes of emeralds and a beautiful silver robe. I spent a long time getting my translucent wings to shimmer with a celestial glow. A fine sight I made standing beside Peter. He played a devil. I was just imagining he he was in his stupid fucking shorts and t-shirt. <laughs> uh, the weirdest thing happened the other day. I shot up, and then an angel and a surfer came to my room. <laughs> it was really strange. He played a devil, and it was hard to look at him and not cringe. His mouth was a chopping maw of pointed green teeth. His hide a red and purple map of dragon scales. What? So they could just shave it short. It's kind of cool. Yes. He had short, squat, reptilian legs and took particular delight in drilling dark clots of blood and poking me with his huge black pitchfork. We waited in the closet of the motel room for the girl to shoot up with her drugs. My God. They're going to give her the worst trip ever. She's going to die. You could have showed up before. Yeah. No, because then she wouldn't be able to see them. Uh, She's got to get high. Fuck that. Try to do something... To, like stop her from doing gotta, it. Anyway. Gotta get After my recent bad experiences with needles, it was difficult for me to watch. <laughs> yeah. As opposed to watching a normal uh, person. Yeah. It, otherwise, it would be fine to watch heroin. this poor girl yeah. shoot up heroin. But Peter was encouraging. He made an excellent devil. This is going to be fun. He slobbered with glee as we trooped out of the closet. The girl lay sprawled in her underwear on the bed, deep in the spell of her narcotic. Her pupils dilated. But she blinked at the sight of us. She knew we were there, though I'm sure she couldn't have guessed why. We were going to fight over her soul. What the fuck? Let me eat her alive. You moved the page. Peter cried, jumping toward the bed with his pitchfork held high. Let me chew off her fingers one through five. That rhymed. Garrett's daughter recoiled against the bedstand, her nails going to her mouth, her face turning white. I leaped in front of Peter and held my arms and wings out wide. You cannot have her, I cried. Not while she lives. Peter halted and snorted like a fiend. She will be dead soon with all the drugs she takes. She will die in this very room. He tried to squirm around me. Then I will come for her. I will peel off her skin and wear it like fur. I barred his way. She might not die. She might turn away from her evil ways. Peter laughed uproariously. (laughs) She will never change. She is already in my cage. Soon I will carve her dry. I will lick her bones and make her cry. Why is he rhyming so much? (laughs) I'm I'm loving it. I'm the Dr. Seuss of hell. Me personally, I'm loving that he's speaking in the Oh, shit. You cannot do this, I said. Let me have her tonight. He fought to get by me. Let me have a bite. Oh my He's continuing God. on the what driving the thing. What the fuck? <laughs> Stop him? The girl pleaded, <laughs> shaking like a leaf. 
I can't, I said, looking over my shoulder and through my wing, barely holding Peter at bay. I cannot stop him. Page turn. Without your help, child, if you die on drugs, he will come for you. A leg, Peter chortled. Give me her legs. They taste so good with sausage and eggs. (laughs) Please, the girl cried. Make him stop arriving. Leave here, I told her in as clear and urgent a tone as I could muster. Go to your father. Only your father can keep the devil away. That's not going to give you a complex for the rest of your life. (laughs) I must have an eye, Peter held. A soggy eye for my sandwich of ham and rye. And then he went... (laughs) The girl nodded frantically. I will go. You must promise me, I said. I can do nothing for you without your promise. An ear. I feel like she's doing like uh like scary Galadriel. Scary Galadriel. Yeah. But no, because like Peter's being scary, so she's like, because Galadriel, Galadriel didn't Galadriel's have like a vaudeville already team. Scary. Yeah, she was just scary. Yeah, but like, but like when she's like hammering her point home, I feel like she's doing scary. Scary Galadriel literally scares the shit out of me. <laughs> it's not. It's not okay. Oh man, when we're all vaccinated, we're totally gonna watch Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> I'm deciding that now. Chris is gonna come over for twelve hours. We're yeah. gonna watch yes. all three. We of can them. have a marathon. A whole, yeah. A whole weekend. Yeah. It's oh shit. I'm so excited. <laughs> An ear, Peter yelped. An ear to mix in my salty beer. Ew. Why is this beer salty? Why does he want an ear in it? Maybe it's a sour. The girl tried to. Are they salty too? Do you put salt uh, in them? Sequences. Oh, oh yeah, sequences. Brewed with sea salt. Gross. The girl tried to grab my hand and kiss it. I promise. <laughs> Peter stopped his struggling and took a step back, falling silent, stopping his rhymes. I laid my hands atop her thick black hair. She was very pretty. Jesus Christ. Sherry, keep it in your pants. (laughs) You are stronger than you know, I said, like Galadriel. You will be able to keep your promise. I leaned over and kissed her. (laughs) I leaned over and kissed her on the forehead. Close your eyes now, child, and be at peace. All is well. Tomorrow you will return to your father's house and start a new life. The girl did as I requested and lay back on her bed. Peter and I hurried out the door, giggling. I had no trouble walking through them nowadays. We scared the hell out of her, Peter said. It might work. What was the deal with the rhymes? I asked. (laughs) Devils always speak in rhymes. How do you know? I asked. Have you ever met any? No, but I read about it in the Inquirer. The girl did not return... No follow-up. The girl did not return home to Garrett. In fact, she called him the next morning, and he... Wait. In fact, she called him the next morning. He drove across town the to pick her up. The girl did return home. I oh, said did not. I said did not. Oh, there I go again, reading shit that's not there. <laughs> the girl did return home to Garrett. In fact, she called him the next morning, and he drove across town to pick her up. She tried to tell him about her vision. He nodded in understanding and told her to... Shut up and get into the truck. 
These days they're living together in a tidy house with a white picket fence and a two-car garage. They're driving each other crazy. But at least she's no longer tripping, and he has stopped drinking. I'd say they're happy. I'm happy. Peter and I are going to be leaving soon. The light is waiting. The sun is rising. It really is rising. Okay. Jimmy hasn't gotten over his bad habit no of fooling. leaving his computer on, and he's still sleepwalking. He will probably be waking up soon, and I'm sure he's going to be tired. He has never spent an entire night typing at the speed of a supernatural being. Wait. He. Wait, okay, sorry. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. He will probably be waking up soon, and I'm sure he's going to be tired. He has never spent an entire night typing at the speed of a supernatural being. He has never spent so long with a ghost sitting, not beside him, but inside him. Uh, it was Jimmy who unknowingly wrote this story. Oh. I merely provided the inspiration. I'm going to miss my brother, but he is getting on with his life. The wonder he experienced when we stood together inside his heart has not left him, even if he does not consciously remember it. I watch him now through the images that flash behind his fluttering eyelids. And I know he dreams of me, of everything I've gone through since I last bid him farewell on my way to best party. His touch lightens as he types this happy ending. Mrs. Parrish is not the only one who knows I'm doing well. If you who read the story are actually there, then it means my brother did not accidentally erase this computer disk I store my words on. The fucking idiot. It means that my last wish has been granted. In the beginning, I called myself a ghost and said this was because I was dead. But those were Peter's words that I borrowed when he tried to communicate with his brother using my body. What? Even though Peter is a fine writer, I think he could have put it better. I am not dead. Death does not exist. I am alive. That is the purpose of this tale, to let everyone know that they do go on and that they don't need to be afraid, as I was afraid. Yet I also have a selfish reason for wanting my story told. I was young when I died. I didn't have a chance to make my mark in the world. I didn't do anything unique, nothing that will change the course of history. But I wasn't a bad girl. I didn't want, I don't want to be forgotten. I want people to remember me. The end. To remember me. <laughs> Look for Christopher Pike's next book, Scavenger Hunt. <laughs> So right the, about the author. The moral, no. What? The moral of this book <laughs> no. is like, I just want people to know that when you die, you become a ghost and you can walk around and Freddy Krueger, your friends, and solve mysteries and like give fucked up visions to heroin addicts. And above all else, know the fucking color of my eyes. Yeah. Okay. There's a, there's a I wasn't important and I wasn't very good, but I wasn't bad. And I didn't do anything remarkable, but you should remember me anyway. The end. <laughs> I'm not the best, I'm not the worst, but like also like I existed. <laughs> There's two things that I want to talk about. <laughs> First of all, I read like that whole time you were reading that last page and a half, I was smiling in incredulity. Like that was Oh oh, oh wait, hold on. For the listener's benefit, the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the end of that. Um, holy fuck. And there's two more books. How? How? Okay. So, first thing. First thing. I meant to say this earlier. I never in a billion years would have thought 
when we read the first chapter, when we were just beginning this roller coaster of a book, that his dream about the brown balloon was gonna happen with her magic school busting her way inside his body as he yeah. was dying and like standing inside a lotus like that's that's a trip my second thing is that what happens when jimmy fucking wakes up and reads what's on his computer right that's what i'm saying or that's what i was thinking no not on his computer on a disc well and like this also implies that he has taken it to a publisher yes and has gotten this book printed (laughs) what the fuck no one would, like, well, I guess someone did print this book, but, like. <laughs> I hate this book. <laughs> I love this book. I mean, I also love it. Oh, like, man. At the same time, though, it's just like, what the fuck? I'm just so curious to know if his other books are less crazy or more crazy than this. Because this was not at all what I expected. I feel like they've got to be less crazy, because, like, how do you, where do you go from here? I fucking no. Like, that had i know i said this last time like uh, it no, felt like he had 10 there's books there's no way garrett doesn't show up again garrett definitely shows up like, again like, like, in the no. sequel she finds other people that died a terrible way maybe she's their ghost obi-wan or ghost yoda but like she helps garrett solve crimes it what? was such like, a how, how do you not go down that road yeah and it was such an unused red herring that her friend Joe was like into occult stuff and seances. Yeah. That actually barely mattered. Yeah. All that. Well, yeah, I think it mattered because Joe is her cousin and that's why she actually had a connection with her. But she's, but like Peter never like really called her up or anything. Yeah. And they barely, did they call Peter up? They did once, but not, they didn't call Peter up, but like Peter was there and like admitted to like fucking with them. Yeah. But um, not every time. No, just that one time, at the party. Yeah. Um, I, I I would love for there just to be like a, like, like a Tiger King level documentary <laughs> about the writing of this book. Just ten episodes, uh, ten hour yeah, long episodes uh, uh, about uh, just like, like how he sat down and was just like, and then I thought this. <laughs> I will say. To give this book some credit, almost everything paid off. Yeah. Like. It took a really long fucking time. It took a long time and it it probably could have happened in less pages. But like everything that was set up, everything that we were like, that's probably not going to come back, fucking came back. Except I guess really the sleepwalking. That didn't really matter. No. Um, Well, also like uh, the abusive boyfriend, that never really paid off in anything other than just like he's a oh, dick. no no he's with uh big beth now yeah. and that's fine <laughs> i mean poor her i feel like jeff was the biggest red herring of the book because jeff felt like he was supposed to be an important character and he really like didn't matter really at all like there's a little bit there but like he didn't he didn't yeah. matter <laughs> but like like they set up spam her boyfriend as being like clearly awful yeah and then just very quickly abandoned it. Well, yeah. Like, like they were just like, yeah, no, it's not him. I feel like he was too doofusy. Yeah. To be a serious suspect. Oh yeah, yeah, that's. He's just like, I just want to get laid. Definitely. Yeah. Also, though, I will say they like they one hundred percent shoehorned in like that she loved Peter 
always because that literally was never brought up until the very, very end. Yeah. Like, they barely talked about Peter in the beginning of the book. They could have... Yeah. With the amount of shit I, I, that they put in the beginning of the book that came back later, they could have done a little more with that. I think the author thought he was being, like, really, really, like, subtle and clever. Definitely. Could have spent some... And be like, oh, no, no. I put so many hints in the beginning. Could have spent a lot less time about the condo layout. And, but but it's yeah. like, they weren't even they weren't even hints. It was just, like, offhanded mentions of, like... Oh yeah, this one guy that was at the thing had a brother who also died. <laughs> well, the thing and uh, everyone knew him, and that was it. <laughs> and, and then it turns out just like, oh no, they're they're literally soulmates. <laughs> the amount of time they also spent, and now we're gonna go around scaring addicts. <laughs> the amount of time they spent on the condo layout and where everyone went. Like, in a way that you could figure out if you paid enough attention, you definitely could not have figured it out because the solution to the puzzle was, and uh, the, they didn't even go through the condo. They went over the roof. Yeah. <laughs> like, that wasn't even an option given to I, I us. Mean, they did mention that. They did mention that someone, if they did do it, they would have gone over the Did roof. they mention it? Yeah, oh, I don't remember that at all. Did. I don't remember that. I fucking tuned out almost every time they started... Talking as about the condo as I layout. remember, I remember that much, and uh, the listener will confirm it. <laughs> I'm sure they will. Well, that was uh, that was a book. <laughs> Let's do. Uh, I, I've said my piece, Becca. Final thoughts on this. I have nothing left to say. <laughs> <laughs> That was insane. That was not what I expected. It was definitely more adult than I expected, yeah. but I can't imagine any adult reading this garbage <laughs> other than us for this exact purpose. Yeah. Um that was it that was interesting. That was fun. Yeah. It was fucking insane. It was completely insane. Uh Chris, final thoughts? Uh I, I just can't help but think that, like, this isn't his first novel. <laughs> He's written, like, a ton of other shit. Yeah. Before this. And after. Yeah. And, and like, I, I would just love to know, like, what went through this guy's mind. And where he, of where, like, he outlined this out. Or, like, I don't know his writing process, but, like, I'm assuming he outlined this out and was just, like... Yeah, this shit's going to be great. <laughs> oh man. And then like like this is the first book of a trilogy. I that that's what I don't I The whole time we were reading this, I kept bringing that up. Like as ridiculous as what we're reading is, just keep in mind that this is book 1 of 3. I guarantee you now at having finished it, I guarantee you this was not intended to be a trilogy. He wrote this book well, and then later well, also wrote like a second year and third. Gap yeah, exactly. Between the books. Like it, it, but also at the same time, though, it's just like, how, how do you think, like, oh, <laughs> this is something I need to read. Oh, yeah, that's, that's isn't crazy. Like a one-off thing. I'm very curious to see. So here's the thing. I'm curious to see what Remember Me 2 is, but I the next time we read a Christopher Pike book, I wanted to read a different Christopher Pike book. 
Agreed. Yeah. I don't want to go back. I or or just like not read a Christopher Pike book. Oh, we're gonna fucking read another Christopher Pike book. Well, no, uh, uh, I, not I, right I away. Going forward, going forward for below grade level, I think we should uh, go younger and uh, dive more into actual books of childhood and not books of young adulthood. I kind of disagree, but. Uh, but I like doing a mix of it. Yeah, we well, we can go... do a mix. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm not gonna. We're not gonna go right into another one of these. We always mix it up. Yeah, yeah. We're we're well, gonna like we're gonna one... we're gonna go hard in another direction with whatever we read next. Yeah, no, for sure. Because because we desperately need to. Because this book was fucking. Oh, yeah. I don't even have words. There are none left because we read all of them. Well, once once I wanna we, say, I want to say fucking stupid. <laughs> Once we wrap this up, I'll read you the description for book number two. Okay, good. So we have an idea of what it is. <laughs> yeah, good. But we don't need to do that on the air. All right. Thank you for listening to this insane thing. Thanks for being on this ride with us. Boy, uh, I don't know. Come back next time for whatever it's going to be. It won't be more of this. It'll be something different. And um, check out all of our podcasts at cactusrodeo.com slash podcast. Uh, listen to CD Reads and The Sketchy Show and Movie Club and watch Pop Suck at Theater. Yes, do that. Do those things. Do those things. Correct. All right. Thanks for listening. We love you. Bye. 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 Below Grade Level is a Cactus Radio production. You can contact us at podcast at cactusrodeo.com. Subscribe and follow on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify, and follow Cactus Rodeo on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for more entertainment and updates.